0: Welcome back to the Mail In Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Merriman, sitting next to me. The lovely Sally DeFreeze. What's going on, Sal?
1: The way you just said the mail in, I thought you said the email in. Oh yeah. That's I the was next like, iteration. We're going full cyber.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't realize it, but all these questions that we get are just mail.
1: It's all paper. Right. Wow. It's
0: paper mail. I have to go through them and there's paper cuts involved. It's a whole big thing.
1: I wonder how much people are spending on postage.
0: At like forty nine cents a pop.
1: Is that what stamps cost now? Oh yeah. I think it's more than that. It might be. I it might be it was like, like sixty three. Okay, All right, we look it up. Yep. How? I'm gonna much? guess. Wait before you tell me, I'm okay. gonna guess fifty two cents.
0: Wow. What is it for a one ounce letter? Uh huh. Fifty eight cents. That's a racket. These days. Back in my day.
1: That's... I remember sending out Christmas cards or like putting stamps on for my mom for Christmas cards one year and they were 32 cents. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom complaining that that was like a shit ton of money. That's crazy. Maybe I'm just not going to send out Christmas cards this year.
0: Ooh. But you have
1: Fritz though. I know. Like obviously we have to, but if it's going to cost like a dollar to just send it to two people.
0: Yeah. I guess you can buy a book, right? That'll take the cost down. Yeah. Economies of scale, perhaps. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. All of a sudden, I'm like, wait a second. Now that I'm
1: like, like if you first send a hundred yeah. stamp, mm-hmm. it's fifty eight cents.
0: Yeah, too much.
1: Mail's expensive. Should I just do like an an evite Christmas card? Like I don't a-
0: think you can. I think evites are like you can't do evites. Okay. I didn't. Yeah, I got an evite to a wedding, and I was like, ooh.
1: We had an evite for our wedding. Yeah, but
0: like your wedding was different.
1: That's true. I mean, it wasn't like, I had to like send it secretly. We couldn't like send out invitations.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Shit. I, fr- I honestly forgot about our Christmas cards until like just mm-hmm. now. And now I've got to like somehow convince Will to like get dressed up so we can go take a picture with Fritz. It's like somewhat matching. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got to get the, the you gotta
0: get the outfits. There's a shortage, a labor shortage. I don't yeah. know if you've heard. So the photographers are in, in short supply.
1: The good news is inflation. that inflation, iPhone 13 Pro Max. So I'm just oh, you got have the max? Someone snap it on a phone, that's fair, and then have a little filter it on up, mm-hmm. you know, like some Adobe Lightroom.
0: Oh, wow! So we're like really filtering this thing.
1: Well, no, just like you know, making. He'll probably just do a VSCO, honestly. Visco.
0: V- VSCO. Is it Visco? Oh my god! Is it Visco? Adam, VSCO? If, if Adam heard that, it's Visco. Okay. If Adam heard you say VSCO, that would be like Dylan when he said,
1: <sighs> "Can H- we erase this?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> the the youths out there, are like, oh my god! As so soon as I that. said it, I was like, "It's, it's Visco, it. isn't it?" Visco.
1: I'm not tough. a Visco girl. I mean, what? like, I use Visco, but I'm not a Visco girl.
0: Visco to me is like where you put your more risque. Instagram pics. I
1: literally only use it to edit photos. I, like, I don't think that I have a feed.
0: Got it. I, don't, I have never I know been Will on has VSCO, a feed. but... Really? I think so. I might have to go into Will's Visco feed, I think up. he.
1: I think he does have a feed. I could be wrong, but he, like, saves certain pictures to Visco, whereas I just, like, put them on there, edit them.
0: Got it. Have you ever had a Finsta? No. A fake Insta, I would assume?
1: Um... I do have a Sal Gals Insta that I don't use. I, like, made one time, and then I've never updated it. And if I had more time and cared about it, I would, like, do it like an influencer, but I just...
0: Oh, and that would be, like, charcuterie-based?
1: Well, that... Et cetera,
0: was, you know? Yeah. Cheese on a plane. You would have gone viral if you did a TikTok for that.
1: Yeah, but I don't have a TikTok. How do you not have a TikTok? Because I know myself, and I can't... Have a TikTok because I'll just stare at videos on a
0: loop, infinite scroll.
1: Right? It's yeah. it's too dangerous. Like especially being in anesthesia.
0: This is going to be an interesting connection. I have no idea where this is going. It
1: gives you a lot of downtime. Oh, because once the gives them
0: a lot of downtime too. Am I right? Exactly.
1: Right? Once the patient's asleep, you're good. You, I mean, you're monitoring them, but like, right. I think anesthesia. It's like widely known that like we're all on our phones or like an iPad oh. or like some people just straight up like bring a book. Like I don't do that. Really, that's but news that to That's me. like an anesthesia. Like the, if you work in the medical field, especially in the OR, you know that like anesthesia is just like on the phone, like on their phone scrolling shit. So I, if I got really? a TikTok, my ability to pay attention.
0: To <laughs> <laughs> you just start hearing the beeps. It's like you just miss. You're missing them because you're like, oh my right.
1: god, yeah.
0: Yikes. Code
1: yikes. Well, I mean, I have a feeling that pilots are the same way. Oh, absolutely. Because the most important thing in anesthesia is like the takeoff and the landing, the inductions and the emergence is Mm -hmm. what it's called. But it's it's similar to like taking off and landing a plane. Sure. So the middle part, most of the time, unless there's like something horrible happening, Mm -hmm. you're just chilling. So you you would think that pilots are probably also scrolling Instagram.
0: They have to be like i know they're they're not in quotes but if you're the captain and like that that's i would i would well, you fail also like test. learn
1: how to like listen for alarms and sure to, like, yeah
0: you you monitor you stuff you like
1: and... you know i i'll scroll instagram then i like do a little scan
0: just a little boop
1: this is not good for my image right now people are going to like don't no i think me. i'm a great anesthetist
0: everybody at their jobs has downtime exactly that's what I'm nobody saying, works like, 8 hours a day no
1: one's just like oh. Totally dialed into a document for eight hours correct
0: ever anybody who says otherwise is is live exactly well that's what uh we're going to talk about today on the mail-in podcast yeah anesthesiology and I don't even remember well oh, and uh, baby pictures Christmas cards yeah you may be wondering what is the mail-in podcast well we do our best to answer your questions about Christmas cards or um, sedatives maybe sure. You may run into situations in your 20s or 30s that you need help with, and we're here to do just that. Get a laugh in and maybe walk away with something useful. How can you help us out? Tell a friend about the podcast. Send them a clip or a segment that made sense for their situation. Subscribe on iTunes and follow on Spotify. You can hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at... Mail-in podcast. Sally, are you ready for this one?
1: I am. Got the the rundown. Hey,
0: out. Brett and Sally. I'm 32 years old, single, and live in a Great Lakes city and recently bought a house. Shouts to Randy. Shouts to living inside a constant and never-ending project. That's a little household uh, humor right yeah. there, right? New, new, uh, new house humor. In the recent weeks, a few of my close friends from high school got hitched. And while I do enjoy the benefits of living alone, their engagements have enhanced my awareness of how lonely it is to live alone and how I'm usually third-wheeling when going to events or at social gatherings, or solo when grabbing a happy hour drink. Nothing wrong with that. While I've adapted to living alone, I've started to question my life's trajectory on a personal level and if I'm ever going to meet that special person. I'm an airline pilot with a wacky schedule consisting of blocks of days away from home, Working trips and blocks of days entirely off, but those days aren't consistent month to month, so joining a Wednesday night beach volleyball league, for example, is not a great option. I've used all the apps with a little success. Window shopping for potential partners is strange, and I don't think personalities will translate well on an app. My days off, you can find me running, mountain biking, stand-up paddleboarding, and cross-country skiing in the winter. Unfortunately, I have yet to meet any single ladies while doing any of those activities. I'm sending a change, or excuse me, I'm sensing a change of tactics from the apps might be necessary. What suggestions do you guys have to help tilt the odds in my favor for meeting someone? I've considered using a paid matchmaker service, but I'm not really sure if it's worth it, but I could be convinced otherwise if I hear success stories from my trusted internet therapists. Is there something else I haven't thought of or should consider doing? He attached his Instagram. Just oh, so give him some context.
1: Hold on, can I look?
0: I didn't include it in the rundown, can but you I will. Text it to me? I will text it to you. Okay. And from his Instagram, he looks like an awesome dude. Can you please text yep. it to me? Yep, I'm you? doing it right now. I'm Hurry doing out. it right now. I had you to go find to go it go in my faster. email. Okay. <laughs> Holy cow! He <laughs> seems like a great guy. Okay, I'll on. let you pull it up. Okay. Filling time right now. Do 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 do.
1: Okay. Okay. Sally's looking. Wait. Real time. Is it? Does he have any posts? Did I get on, click on the wrong one?
0: You might have clicked on the wrong one. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna say it.
1: Oh, I did. I spelled it wrong. Hold on. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Ooh. We're okay. looking. Looking live. Okay.
0: So he's an outdoorsy guy, okay, who definitely has hobbies, yes outdoors, you know, like flying and cross country skiing and you know if if crunchy is still the word that we can use, he's yeah. a crunchy guy okay he looks like he has a great time he looks like he loves life,
1: but he needs a partner
0: he needs a partner in crime
1: mm-hmm okay I'm gonna do it what are you gonna do with this guy's permission
0: okay are you opening up the Sal Dell yeah. matchmaking service? Yes, I am. Wow.
1: I'm going to shoot his Instagram to the mommies. Okay. With his permission. With his permission. Right. Of course. Um, I'm going to hook this guy up with someone. Okay. Probably okay. not in Texas because I feel like that's a long-
0: He lives near the Great Lakes. Right. That's a
1: yeah, long it's commute. It's a long commute. But Will lived on the Great Lakes when we met.
0: He did. He sure did.
1: I will say this, okay. It, meeting people is hard, and mm-hmm. the great thing about apps is that it really extended your like bubble of being able to meet people. So totally. before when you were just meeting people at a bar or at work or friends of friends, setup, yeah. Now the app does that for you. It increases your likelihood of matching with somebody random. The issue is, is that the stigma that I don't even think really exists anymore with apps, but also, like, the, what people's mindset is going okay. into apps. You know, some people are trying to hook up. Some mm-hmm. people are wanting a fling. Some people are wanting marriage. And it's hard to, like, gauge what the other person's thought process is. Sure. So just in the way that you would have to kind of figure that out for yourself when you met somebody at a bar, you have to do on apps, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just an extension of meeting other people, right? But yeah. I am a firm believer in when the time is right, it happens, and it just works out. And I know that that's shitty advice. No, <laughs> it's it,
0: like you're right. It's when you're least you're, when you're least looking for something, is right. when things usually tend to
1: happen. And um, it can be really frustrating, especially like I think 32 is an age where people start being like, okay, it, when they look around, think. 32 is a normal age for that to happen. Mm-hmm. In Texas, it happens around 27, 28. Yeah. Because we're the South and we do everything a little earlier. Sure do. Uh, that's all normal to feel like that when, like, you watch your friends start coupling up and you're like, wow, I really want to be with somebody. And for women, especially, like, my biological clock is ticking and Tick there's this pressure. Um, <laughs> that was mean. I'm sorry. That, that's okay. <laughs> uh <laughs> But I think if you really want to meet somebody and you're really ready, sometimes you just got to do like take random chances, which when I look back at Will and how we met, like I didn't think I was taking a random chance. I kind of was like, (laughs) LOL, like this guy. Internet guy. (laughs) And it worked. Um, But that being said, I think that this community – Washed, Circling Back, Malin, etc., have had actually a pretty good track record of setting people up.
0: I can speak from personal experience,
1: exactly. And the great thing is to listen to this network. You have to like be um, a lot of the people who are fans of like Circling Back mm-hmm. or Too Much Tip or Malin are all like usually. Have the same kind of personality, yeah,
0: relatively similar. And right? you
1: have something in common with these people already, mm-hmm. so why maybe not? Maybe try that, give pool. it a shot, or let let some mommies help you help you find somebody. You can maybe do that. You're not too. right for them, but you're right for one of their friends.
0: I like that. I like that. A lot of lot of well, mommies out there that would be happy to help.
1: Should we start like an Instagram, like a like a. Like a dating, like you submit the profile and we like like put it out there.
0: No joke. Kayla did this while she was sitting in the co-host chair. I mean like,
1: because I know that I, I know for a fact that there have, has been like something on the discord or Reddit or something like that mm -hmm. where people have like tried to matchmake each other. Okay. But give me some feedback if you think this is a good idea, listeners. I
0: can tell you want to sink your paws into this one a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. You this is in
0: the this Sally's like cute, okay and he's yeah.
1: like clearly got his shit together and he needs like a fun little totally. partner. He's a
0: pilot who like yeah. okay dope already. And he
1: likes to do fun outdoors,
0: stuff outdoors. He's got like I my whole take on this guy specifically is the communities that he's in, the pilot community, the outdoorsy community tend to be very uh insulated. Uh-huh. You know, he needs a hiking partner. He needs a a paddleboard partner. I think you're gonna have better luck finding somebody like that in those communities that you would connect with than just on an app or at a brewery, right? Okay.
1: I'm gonna just I'm gonna just shout out some of the stuff he's doing on his Instagram.
0: Shout him, not and, him, but things.
1: Right. And if you're if you're a girl listening to this, and this guy sounds like he's up your alley, you can and, also DM me, and I will give you his Instagram handle again with his permission. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of mountain biking. Uh, he does go to the local spots when he's in different places. So he's got like a picture of New York and in South Dakota. And he's, I don't know what he's doing in South Dakota, to be honest. Um, <laughs> he's at the capital of Texas. I was trying,
0: is. say, wait a second.
1: <laughs> dressed up, I think is John Dutton. From Yellowstone shouts. Okay. Uh lots of cross country skiing if you like a little outdoorsman. Um, let's see what else is on here. I'm trying not to like give away his location.
0: I know. I not only this, we're doing the activities. He's
1: a good looking dude.
0: Like He's I know stand up paddle boarding yeah.
1: in Tampa. He plays golf.
0: Not bad. Not bad. He's he's a well rounded individual that clearly likes things. Looks like he wears
1: things. a Dan Flash's shirt in this one.
0: That's true. That that does appear to be from Dan Flash's, and or Margaritaville, or Wilmots. I don't know. I wasn't. He was gonna...
1: in Austin recently. It looks like.
0: So all I'm saying is that oh, this guy's got a uh, he's got a friend in both of us. Yeah. And as far as near term, let's get you with the with them with the mommies. Open that pool up. And as far as where he is right now, I just think you have to take the pressure off yourself. I wouldn't do the paid matchmaker. I would take the pressure off yourself in, like, stop looking. Yeah, and things will find you.
1: Also, he's a pilot, so he probably could like get you to fly for free. I'm just throwing it out there.
0: He could have miles built up. All I'm saying,
1: miles built up, get you like a jump seat. Isn't that a thing?
0: A jump seat, sure. I think like the flight attendants tend to use that, but. You know, anything yeah. goes, maybe. I don't know. While while you're deep in the, uh, in the setup there, you know what could make him look pretty good on a date when we do get him one? What? What about a pair of Rothy's?
1: Ooh. Ooh. Big news.
0: Big news in shoes, Randy. Rothy's is now selling men's sneakers and men's driving loafers. Even more big news, Sally. They just launched premium merino wool shoes for fall. Are you kidding me? Wow. Marina wool is nature's perfect material. Soft, comfortable, machine washable, and sustainable. Available in cool colors and classic styles you'll want to wear everywhere. I have made these my like my top pair of sneakers.
1: Will told me. Will told me that you have two pairs.
0: I do. I have a pair of the sneakers and a pair of the driving loafers.
1: And that you just wear them all the time. I wear them all the time. And they're machine washable, so you can like do that.
0: I've done it. Oh, I've done it. I've, uh, barbecue sauce, no match for the Rothy's. It was for like a little while there, and then I put them in the dishwasher. Not the dishwasher. The, uh, the washer. Yeah, the wa- just the regular washer. And uh, see you later, barbecue sauce. Gone. It'll happen again, no doubt. But um, The merino wool stuff, insane. It's just sexy. Like I'm looking at a pair of the Merlot colored ones. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Mer- merino tassel driving loafers in Merlot rye... Stout and black. It's like uh, it's Will's. It's Will's. Per, it's perfect for Will.
1: Perfect fall palette.
0: They look phenomenal. If that wasn't enough, Rothies just launched their first ever collection of accessories for men. Talking wallets, carry bags, card cases. Rothies is all your everyday carries, carry essentials. No more worrying about keeping your wallet clean after weeks of wear. Rothies wallets are fully machine washable too. They do everything here. I've been wearing my Rothies everywhere to carve, to fix. To mats,
1: This is a dangerous game you're playing and mats, but we already established they can be washed. Correct. So.
0: They also have women's shoes, Sally, if you're interested I, in something. Like
1: I didn't that. know that they have women's shoes.
0: To help you welcome fall in style, Rothys is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, get twenty dollars off your first purchase at Rothys.com slash M A I L. That's Rothys.com slash mail. Head to Rothys.com Slash M A I L to find your new favorites today. How about a voicemail, Sally? Let's
1: do it. Hey, Brett and Sally. So I was listening to one of your guys' episodes, and Will was talking about how he likes to cut out beer when he's, um, you know, trying to cut weight and stuff. And that got me thinking. With fall and college football and sports and hockey, you know, obviously the best drink to drink is a nice cold beer. But your girl's trying to lose some weight and not put on, you know, the winter winter LBs. My question for you guys is what is your go-to skinny drink that you can also enjoy, you know, tailgating at a game, stuff like that, because I don't really want to be throwing back tequila sodas. (laughs) while I'm watching football and stuff. So let me know your thoughts. Thanks.
0: What is your go-to skinny drink, Sally, when you're trying to keep the LBs in check?
1: I wasn't going to lie. I was going to say tequila soda. Right.
0: Tequila soda, vodka (laughs) sodas are the two answers here that are the the cliche, like, okay.
1: Okay, here's the deal. Um, You're correct on that. Anything with soda, not tonic. I think we've all established that tonic is trash
0: in terms of lbs or in terms of taste
1: taste and and sugar
0: it's like tonic has sugar in it yes tonic is gross how does it have sugar in it
1: it's i Ugh. do not do not drink tonic i mean whatever drink tonic if you want but is like, baby but like tonic is like bad for you not really? bad for you but like so laden I, with calves huh i didn't know that look up the nutritional facts
0: i'm tonic. doing it right now tonic Whereas
1: club soda is just soda and water right so like
0: CO2 in water. CO2H2O. Right. Yep. Bicarbonate. Yep. Per one can of tonic. 124 calories. Correct. 32 grams of carbs. Yep. Wow. The more and you know. 32 grams of sugar. Yes. Are you serious? So
1: don't don't mix in tonic like an idiot. Wow. Also, tonic sucks. So like obviously do soda.
0: Yeah. No, I'm I am I was out on tonic before. Now it's like Get the get the f out.
1: Here's what I'm gonna say. That's gonna be a little controversial. Oh boy. Okay. If you're actually trying to lose weight, cut alcohol. <laughs> don't drink alcohol. <laughs> uh. And for me, like the one thing I notice when I'm like, wow, I need to lose weight, or like I'm bloated and want to like be skinny for this trip, is if I mm-hmm. cut out alcohol. Like because you lose water weight and like bloat. Um, and. Drinking something like soda water is gonna only make that worse. Just FYI. Mm-hmm. So yeah, obviously stopping drinking is gonna be your number one friend here. Um, But I realized that that was not what she asked. I'm just she's saying. going
0: to football games. She's going to hockey games. She sounds like she's from the Midwest, and she needs she and needs she, booze. She
1: wants us to tell I'm her with if, her. Like she's just pound light beers, but that is also not the move. Yeah,
0: I think I think beer gets beer can get old. Right. And if you're trying to lose weight and drinking light beer, you're just like, it doesn't really taste that good. This is my 15th Bud Light. Like, right. I'm, so my, my number one is- Randy's over there like, oh
1: my don't God. Don't drink or only maybe limit yourself to like two nights a week drinking. Or, okay. you know, like do it with the 80-20 rule. Like 80% of the time you don't drink, 20% of the time you do. So like- I
0: don't like your rules, Sally. I'm
1: just actually <laughs> saying what- I know.
0: You're course. providing the-
1: it's like when people are like, advice. How do I lose weight? And you're like, uh, diet and exercise yeah. is the real answer, but I can tell you a bunch of other random shit. Tells
0: in, tells out, right? Yeah.
1: Um that's number one. Number two is obviously drinking like some sort of spirit, usually a tequila or vodka mm-hmm. and a soda and like lime. Yep. Uh, and then number three for me, I guess, is like Busy,
0: I was gonna say hard seltzers. That's that was on the tip. That was my whole answer the whole time. Hundred cows. Hard seltzers,
1: and I, I'm not like I'm not just because they're a sponsor, but like I I think that that's your next best option.
0: Totally. If you still, if you if you're not trying to pound, like vodka sodas and tequila sodas can be expensive too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hard seltzer is kind of that perfect in between where it still has the beer characteristics like a malt beverage does, but it's a hard seltzer, right? And you can go high noon, which is like vodka and yeah. seltzer or you can go busy which is more of a kind of a beer equivalent but it's only 100 cows
1: um and then my other thing is like if, if you're gonna go the no alcohol route i think mm-hmm. that there are suitable things because i think for me that the times that i don't drink like when i was pregnant or um when i'm just being sober because i'm the designated driver or something like that, I find it really hard to like not pound whatever like non-alcoholic drink I'm drinking. Ooh, okay. Because like if I have water, I'll drink like 18 cups of water and then I'm just like peeing all night. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm doing that with beer anyways. Right. So I'm like – I usually find that like having like a Tobo Chico and Lime or like something – not a mocktail because, like, I don't really want, like, the sugar yeah, of it. Yeah, that's sugary. Um, I just need something to, like, sip on so that I won't get, like, too hyped up and just drink, like, a gallon of water while I'm there. Yeah. So, like, also, back to soda water, seltzer, whatever. Like, if you're going to be doing hard seltzer, mix in just a regular seltzer. Just. There you go. Just cut the alcohol. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know that answer sucks. I know that. I'm just saying. And then obviously I think for me too, a I feel for some reason better if I'm like just doing red wine. I don't yeah. think that's like a skinny thing to do. <laughs>
0: no. I mean like w- if I do a rosé in the summer, I'm like, ooh, that's that's skinny. I'm but, good.
1: Well, see, here's a great skinny summer drink is doing like a wine spritzer, doing like ooh. a little rosé, yeah. a little topo chico, a little lime, and you're yeah. cutting ooh. down the wine and it's like nice and refreshing. cut me l- up. A little harder in the uh, the fall winter months. Yeah,
0: I get that. I get that. Just don't like. I i love a good IPA as much as the next guy. IPAs I love beer are as much as the next worst. guy. They're the worst. Old fashioned cut down margaritas have more sugar in them than like Laffy Taffy. So yeah. I do a skinny marg.
1: Well, if I do a margarita, in general, I don't like the sugar. So I don't either. I yeah, do I, a tequila, I, Cointre, lime. Okay.
0: That's which is it? no, so no lime juice or no, no like...
1: lime juice, but like no, okay. no, like agave or something. Got it, syrup got it, got it.
0: Yeah, or that's yeah, mix. I got you.
1: Um, because a lot of times if you do a skinny mark, they'll put agave in it. So if I'm if I'm at maths per se, um, uh, mm-hmm. I'll do if I'm trying to be skinny, I'll do tequila, quantra, lime, got you, got little got you. jalapenos.
0: Yeah, I get trying to drop LBs, though. In the fall, it's tough.
1: And in the fall, it's tough because you want to do cozy shit. Yeah. Like, you want to drink an IPA. Mm-hmm. Or you want to, like, have, like, an old-fashioned... All of the things that, like, you want that are cozy and, like, heavy. Yeah. You want to, like, a nice cab.
0: Cozy foods, too. Cozy foods. Yeah. You
1: know, it's hard. It's hard. It's tough. It's tough. But I honestly think if you, if you can limit, like, your drinking to, like... One weekend day and like one week night, you'll Ooh. you'll probably notice the more. old
0: the old one in one rule.
1: Yeah, because I think I think the hardest thing in the fall is like think about all the activities that you can drink at.
0: There's a whole bunch of them,
1: right? And like it's easy to like drink every night. Yeah, if yeah, if you
0: like, <laughs> right, yeah, like no, like I know.
1: Having a glass of wine because it's nice out, or you're having a toddy. Because you're cold, or you're going to happy hour, or you're going to a pumpkin patch and being basic and having cider. Like, I don't, whatever you want to do, but like, find something that you like Mm -hmm. that's low calorie, that's non alcoholic, that you can replace.
0: If you can have a sub.
1: Yeah. Perfect. That's probably not the best answer.
0: I, I know where you're coming from. The answers are vodka soda, tequila soda, and seltzer. Yeah. That's it, I, unless there's something else that we're unaware of. That's it. Like no. you don't want, to, and you don't want to drink, you know, McUltra Light the whole time. Yeah, because it's oh, it's sixty four cows and oh, it tastes like water. Cool. Yeah,
1: the, like to me, just drink the water. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just drink the water. I don't know. Take an Adderall and drink the water. Just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. If you're prescribed, if you're prescribed, Sally.
1: Yeah, I don't condone doing drugs on this podcast.
0: Or off the podcast.
1: Or off the podcast.
0: Let's do the next one. Hi, mail crew. Here's the backstory. story. My ex and I split up about two months ago. Condolences. Leading up to our breakup, he stopped watching my stories for weeks. After we broke up, I muted his posts and stories knowing I didn't need to see his day-to-day, but I noticed he was watching all of my stories again. And to be honest, I was only posting on my stories to see if he was watching. Uh-oh. <sighs> After a couple of weeks of him watching my stories, I hated how much time I was spending stressing about posting something and seeing if he watched it. So I blocked him. My hope was that I could block him from seeing my stuff and I would stop seeing him for a couple of months and then remove the block after a while and we could go back to following each other. Fine. It's been like six weeks since the blocking and I noticed that he unfriended me on Snapchat last weekend. My question. On the old podcast episode, Sally and the boys said that the best thing to do is reach out before you unfollow to let them know it's not personal. Just wondering since he recently removed me from Snapchat, should I reach out now and tell him the blocking was not because I hate him, or is it too late? And should I just move on and explain it if we ever end up seeing each other again? For context, I'm 25 and he's 29. We are long distance in most of our relationship, so we don't see each other in person ever. Breakup was mutual, and I'd say we left on good terms. But I for sure thought I was going to marry him, and I miss him a lot. Hence me sending this, even though we've been broken up for a couple months. Is this a warranted reason to reach out, or am I reaching for something because I miss him? Uh-oh, Sally. We got a hanger on. She's reaching. Of course.
1: I I do not remember the episode where I said the best thing to do is to reach out before you unfollow. Okay. To be completely transparent. Mm-hmm. I will say this. I think that there is a place to do that. Like, especially if you were the one doing the breaking up, like if you did the dumping, mm-hmm. it might be like be like, hey, I think it's better for both of us. We just like cut it off. Hope your life's going well. Yeah.
0: Bye. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the stories off. I'm gonna cut the posts right. off.
1: We're done. Um do you look at who looks at your stories? No. Okay. Me neither. I, like, I don't really like. Have not.
0: Unless I, I'll like go to see how many people have watched it because I like I like the stats. Okay. More than the people, but if you... I see like a, a a face that I haven't seen in a long time, I'll be like, oh, who is that? Like, oh, that's Kevin. But no, okay. I don't. I don't look I think through the last my stories. Time
1: that I checked was like if I did a poll or something. Got it. Because uh... then you
0: can see who voted for what, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's scary. I mean this is just when I was asking people about their opinions on vaccines. So
0: Oh boy, how'd that go?
1: Weirdly fine. Okay. Good, good. Because the people that you surround yourself with on social it, media got it, got it. usually mimic that your own viewpoint. I think we all know this. Anyway. Right? It's an echo chamber. Correct. We can get into it at any point. If That's you my want shower
0: it. thought actually, it's echo chambers.
1: <laughs> was it really? No. Oh, okay. Um no, you don't need to reach out to him. To tell him that you blocked him. Just pick up your straps and move on.
0: That you can mute people from seeing your stories. Or do you think she knows that and didn't want to because she liked the satisfaction of seeing him see her stories? Like I can, if I put up a story right now, I can eliminate just you, Sally Defreeze. Yeah, I from know. Because then story.
1: Y- it's like. If I like want to be like, hey, I'm getting something for Wolf for Christmas, and like yeah. I want to like show everyone because mm-hmm. I'm an influencer, and then I don't want him to see it. Correct. Yeah. Um. No, I think that she wanted the satisfaction of knowing like he's looking at my stories. Right. She misses him. And now she's blocked him for the purpose of probably protecting herself. Yep. And stopping him from looking at her stuff. Yep. Which was the right call. Okay. I think. Um, and I think that she needs to keep him blocked, and unblock him when she has completely moved on, probably with another person.
0: Cool. I think you keep him blocked, unless he it, only reach out if he reaches out and says, "Hey, uh, why did you block me for any reason?" Just say, yeah, figured it was easier easier to move Correct. on." That's, Correct. That's that's when you explain it. But no, I wouldn't reach out. I don't think you need to reach out and say. Hey, by the way, like I'm blocking you. Here's, here's me telling you that. I don't think you need to do that.
1: Yeah. I I totally agree. If he asks, but she's never going to run into him in person. They are in a long distance relationship. Right. She said they won't see each other in person. I think the best thing for her to be able to move on is to because if she if she calls him up or texts him and's like, "Hey, I just like don't want hard feelings whatever." Mm-hmm. He's probably like I don't even
0: think he's thinking that much about or into it
1: right if he missed her he would make it known probably um i will say this yeah there's another thing you can do which is if if they both have private profiles or like she has a private profile Mm -hmm. if she unblocks him it'll like unfriend him essentially yeah and then that solves the problem like then he would have to like ask to be her friend again so then it's like less harsh than blocking but to me that's pointless. it's just an unfriending yeah yeah like you don't just leave him blocked honestly probably block his number
0: leave him blocked block the number move on moving right. on is just so
1: it sucks it's going to suck because yeah. you miss him you thought you were going to marry him like we ha- cling on at the like after a breakup to like the things that make us think like is there a possibility that this is going to work out mm-hmm. or you cling on to the like thought even if there was a reason for the breakup, everyone does this. It's human nature is like to put the relationship or the person on a pedestal of like things were so great, even if they weren't. Like mm-hmm. even if there was a legitimate valid reason as to why you broke up. But you tend to forget that when you're lonely and you miss somebody and you like mm-hmm. you,
0: you invested create a, right. companionship. You invested a certain amount of time. Right. You invested a certain amount of energy you like this person at some point you don't want to you don't want think you were wrong in that
1: right but i i do i think that i i'm not sure what the context of what we were talking about in a previous episode i think if like it was like a ghosting situation like we'd only been talking for a few months and yeah. things didn't work out and like then you unfriended the person that way mm-hmm or like they go to you. There, there's a time and a place for that, but I don't think you need to reach out to them. But like, I think this makes sense. If I think it's really hard for people to move on, totally, especially in the age of social media where you can see everything a person's doing,
0: much harder than it used to be.
1: And so I think it makes sense to like. It's the same thing as like back in the old days. Like if you knew somebody was like going to be out at certain bars and stuff. Mm-hmm you either avoided them because you wanted to avoid seeing them or you happened to show up there in hopes that you would see them. Yeah, you know what I'm of saying? course. So people need to treat it the same way. Like Our lives are online and it's so important for people to remember like everything that people are doing on Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter is filtered and not always real. And I think... Being able to see each other's profiles when you're trying to move on can mm-hmm. be detrimental to your own, like, mental health.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And, like, as somebody who has not done that in the past, and like, when I've had to move on over a breakup, I'm like checking stories and checking mm-hmm. uh, tw- tweets and stuff like that. Right. Like, it's hard. Yep. It's really hard. And then you just, then you do. And I then, guess like, time is.
1: Stories is the new, like, asking your friends, like, what's going on yeah. with him? Like, yeah. how's. How's it going?
0: Yeah, and it sucks.
1: It sucks. Breakups suck. But I think the I best think... thing for her is to just let it. Why?
0: I'm trying to think of when we when I last broke up with somebody. It was like 2015. Mm-hmm. Was it, so our story is like a thing at that
1: point. No, I don't think so, so.
0: I don't. I didn't even have it that bad. Snapchat was a the thing then. Snapchat you was could a thing. See,
1: like if people saw it.
0: Yeah, but w- that was like that was wasn't Like, I was snapping her, being like,
1: but I think Snapchat stories existed then, yeah.
0: I think they did actually, yeah. Because Snapchat stories did it first, yeah. That's right, that's right. People forget, wow, people forget. I remember Instagram copying it and being like, and you like, no man, one's gonna use this, nobody's gonna use Snapchat's it. king, and wow. then like, Snapchat's the worst,
1: yeah. Right.
0: you mentioned buying gifts for Wilb, though,
1: yes, you
0: know, where you could do that. Where? Uncommon Goods.
1: I actually didn't know that because I recently got on to buy him something.
0: Wow. If you're on a mission to be the best gift giver ever this year, apparently Sally is, it's never too early to start crossing off your list. Whether you're shopping for mom, dad, teenagers, in-laws, or your best friends, Uncommon Goods makes it easy to find remarkable and truly original gifts for anyone. Uncommon Goods wants your holiday season to be stress-free. So check out their selection of thousands of uncommon goods today. Ha. Here are a few of my favorite gifts that I found on their site. One what I bought which is a uh, a personal um, bourbon smoker.
1: Mm-hmm. So I
0: loved I love smoked cocktails, smoky old fashions, etc. It's like a, oh, it's not like a big cedar plate like plank that you heat up and put the right right. right, right. It's this little like wood chip. It's like a trader for your glass. Okay. And you just light it up, it smokes it, and then you have a smoky cocktail. It's awesome. Okay. I'm very psyched about it. What did you get?
1: Well, I can't say. Oh because it's gonna be a gift. Is it cool? It is cool. I can't I literally can't say it because if I, I I can't block Will from listening to this podcast. It's true. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff, though. But I had really a really unique. fun time picking it out, and then I was like, "Shit, I'm gonna like use this for other people's gifts." And to be honest, I think you and I talked about this earlier. Everyone's saying get your gifts early because you supply don't know. chain, supply chain, ship the. Remember how horrible the mail was last year? Like you got to do it right now.
0: Absolutely, there's all kinds of like you just. I promise you, just go to uncommongoods.com. There's charcuterie boards, there's candles, there's books, there's slippers, there's calendars, glasses, all like super unique and art that's super unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really fun looking through these things and finding out what I wanted to get for myself, and undoubtedly will be using for Christmas gifts this year. Yeah, and you can sort by all different kinds of categories. It's awesome. It's like, uh, it's just a, a a perfect spot to go. Kill a couple minutes, couple hours, and pretty reasonable prices across the board, honestly.
1: Yeah, and they have some like really fun holiday stuff too, which is looks fun.
0: Totally. Totally. I love it. Randy went on too. Randy said he loved. It. And you can shop for your dog Randy too if you need. Or Rosie. Yeah. No matter what they're into, Uncommon Goods has the perfect gift. From art and jewelry to kitchen, home and bar, Uncommon Goods is something for everyone. Not the same lackluster gifts you could find just anywhere. With every purchase you make in Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2.5 million to date. Shouts to them. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com mail. That's uncommongoods.com slash mail for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Let's do the next one, So. Hey Brett and Sally. I'm the first of my friends to purchase a home due to the high cost of living of Denver. My girlfriend and I are planning on doing a housewarming party. Question 1. Are they still in style or has this kind of party died off or is it in bad taste? And 2, what do I need to do to prepare? I have bar have the bar stocked, beer in the fridge, etc., have a full table spread of food or more apps and charcuterie? For reference, I'm 27 in less than a month, so the friend group is mid to late 20s. Sally, what are your commandments of having housewarming parties?
1: I think housewarming party is totally reasonable. Mm -hmm. First of all, because it forces you to get your shit together and actually decorate your home. Because this is what happens when you have a housewarming party, you end up the week of like actually hanging stuff, cleaning the house, organizing it, like getting your little knickknacks out, like your uncommon good charcuterie board. There you go. And you, uh, th- so number one, it's a it's a selfish thing to do because you not really, but like it's a good task to like have one because then you have a deadline for getting your house together. Totally. Because how many people who listen to this podcast or are on this podcast have like sat there with a frame? Propped up against the wall that you have been meaning to hang for two years. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty. Yeah. Um, number two, I think that this is still totally acceptable. Um, most of the time, I think that it's in the right thing, like the right etiquette to not ask or expect gifts. Ask yes. for or expect gifts.
0: Which is a. a- there, there is a little bit of like a tricky situation there.
1: So I think normally people who are going to a housewarming party are going to bring you something like a bottle of wine or a candle or something like that. That's pretty good etiquette, but yes. you don't want to ask for it. I'm not going to out a certain someone, but someone I know <laughs> threw themselves a housewarming stock the bar party. No. And it
0: like, it like registered for stuff.
1: No, but I think that it was like obviously explicitly asked, not asked, but it was kind of the understanding that people were going to bring them alcohol. I don't,
0: I don't know if I love that.
1: And I kind of feel that you let someone throw that for you for like an engagement party or something. Sure. Yeah. You don't throw yourself one.
0: A stock the bar party where it's like, here's a party. Bring me booze. Correct. I don't think I'm into that. I'm always going to go to a housewarming party with, with booze in my hand. So. Here you go.
1: Right. Don't yeah. expect gifts on the same vein, You also are responsible for probably providing some food and drinks. 100%. Absolutely. You're having a party. Yeah. That's what parties are. Correct. So I think a great thing to do here is super easy to like throw together a charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. Um have like some bottles of wine and beer available for people
0: now what's the rule say you have 20 people coming okay do you have like a a number of bottles of wine a number of beers is there like a set okay 20 people three beers a person i need 60 beers to be safe
1: to be honest no but i always ask like the usually like liquor stores or like if you ever go to like a specs or something like yeah Asking somebody like, hey, I'm throwing a party. That's cool. I didn't even think of that. Because so here's going to be this many people there. Yeah. What would you. Normally, right. those people are like really good at predicting that.
0: Gotcha. That's cool. Because uh, the Merriman Spooky Monster Bash is this weekend. Absolutely. Which I know. I know. Yeah, I, it, I know. So I I've, I've be been attending. told. I've been told you. have not going to be attending, Sally. That's I have okay. To go to
1: my company party. That's okay. It's, uh, taking place instead of our Christmas party. It's
0: okay. Yeah. I'm only a little devastated.
1: I have a pretty bomb costume.
0: too. You got to stop saying cool stuff like that because now I'm even more disappointed.
1: I normally hate Halloween, and I actually like got a really tight costume. So, well, maybe I'll make fine. An it'll
0: still it'll still be fun. I may but... try to
1: come by after, but it's like it's north, and I got to go south. So mm-hmm. we'll just we'll see. I see. I see. I may okay. have to come pick Will up. Probably.
0: I'd say that's probably a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> um. But.
1: So. But then also having some appetizers. Um, yeah, here's a great little hack. First of all, I Hit think me. I've talked about this in the past, but if you live somewhere where there's Trader Joe's, which he lives in Denver, there's got to be Trader Joe's in Denver, right? There's a lot of TJs up there. Oh yeah. oh yeah, there definitely is. Actually, I have been to a Trader Joe's in Denver, so I don't know. What
0: Shouts! About.
1: Amazing cheese section. Can get out of there. Obviously, get all your accoutrements and stuff like that. Accoutrement. Accoutrements. accoutrements. Um, they also like no one is going to turn down a pig in a blanket. Sally. Ever. You can't be That's what I'm doing on Saturday. I know. The <laughs> best way to make pigs in a blankets that like are easy for people to eat is yeah. here's what you do. You get the croissants, like the the can. Okay. Okay. And then there's like the triangle wedge that you have to like make one croissant. Sure. You slice that into like four long strips. Okay. Four or five. And then you wrap that long strip around a little smoky. Little weenies. Little smoky is the brand, I think. Yeah. Um, pop those babies in the oven. Oh, yeah. Because it's a perfect bread to sausage ratio. Okay. Because no one wants to pick in a blanket that's mostly bread. I agree. You need like a half and half ratio.
0: Half and half ratio is ideal. What do you use for
1: dipping? Uh, like a Like a mustard, usually.
0: What about honey mustard?
1: I like a honey mustard. I like a... Like a hot mustard, maybe.
0: Ooh, spicy mustard.
1: Yeah, a little spicy. Okay. Um, okay. I'll well, have a couple just, sauces available. Sometimes I just don't even dip them. I just straight into the dome. They're,
0: yeah, they're, they're, they're domable for sure.
1: Yeah. Um. But the other thing about TJ's is phenomenal frozen food sections. So you can go in there and oh. like get some like crazy shit just like that you're like browsing. You're like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to get those many quiches do that actually a little housewarming brunch party could be fun if there's oh, okay. like a game on
0: like a little sunday or saturday leading into the 11 or 12 o'clock right kick you here. have yeah, people yeah. over
1: like a little mimosa bar a
0: little, a little, little... memo bar yeah
1: mm-hmm. wow yeah
0: i'd i'd man i'd fuck with a, a brunch house party yeah big time yeah Big time cool. i feel like y'all would do one too because it's like you parlay some soccer games and football games yeah
1: well i mean like okay so my sister threw one well, it wasn't really a house for me. I guess it kind of was because her and her boyfriend live together now, and no one had like been over to their house. Mm-hmm. And they had a tailgate for her birthday. Okay, but like they got—I mean, because this was like way more intense. This was like a people were going to eat there, so they like got a brisket and stuff like that. Uh, I don't I think yeah, that yeah. you have to be responsible for getting like full meals for people.
0: No, and I would even argue so much as to say that I don't like when I have to like have a meal. You don't want to like, sit, sit down, down with, a plate. with a plate and a fork. I can't. Then I'm not conversing. Right. I can't hold my drink. Yeah, I'd much rather have like beer in one hand, napkin in the pinky and ring finger, uh-huh. smoky in the right, right, in the other fingers, right. Like that's kind of, and, yeah. then I'm, and then now that I'm mobile, then I'm right. I can. Yeah, maybe, you, you know can what I'm do saying? A
1: little like spinach artichoke dip, maybe. There
0: you go, spinach artichoke dip with pita bread. That's the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. or buffalo chicken dip with pita bread.
1: Yeah, money. All easy. But
0: the point being that I prefer a stocked fridge of beer. Beer and wine is fine. If you want to dabble with spirits, fine. I don't think... Like, you don't need to have multiple bottles of vodka for everybody. No. You need to have one bottle of Tito's, and when it's gone, it's gone. I'm not trying to... Or, like, if you want to have,
1: like, people make their own margarita station or whatever.
0: You have one bottle of tequila, one bottle of Tito's. You're... I think your responsibility is to hydrate everybody with beer and wine. Right. And... Hard stuff is on top. Once the hard stuff is gone, you know, it's gone. they could
1: also do a little cocktail um housewarming holiday party.
0: Maybe Christmas cocktail hours
1: coming up. And then you can like have cookies. There you go. Christmas cookies.
0: Yeah, make it a theme. So it's not only a housewarming party, a little, but it's also
1: themed. Little prosciutto wrapped figs. Dang, dude. Yeah. You just like toss a little goat cheese in there, maybe a walnut, wrap that shit in prosciutto. Maybe a sprig of rosemary. And then you just like bake them for a second.
0: Yep. Now you're you're speaking my language, Dabble Sally. I, hot get honey. I get it. I yeah yeah. Hot honey, maybe some some fig jam, bacon jam, onion jam. I don't know. Yeah, whatever you're feeling.
1: Wow, wow, wow. huge,
0: huge. Uh, and then I'm not a fan of the full table spread of food. If you want to, fine. I'm more of an avid charcuterie guy, but I'm not going to poo-poo any full spreads. Put it that way. Okay. How about the next one? Yes. Hey guys, I'm in a very lucky situation where my family has the money to help me buy a house in the city I just moved to. My uncle's able to buy with cash and then I'll sign a mortgage with him. This is letting me buy at a higher price range than my friends are capable of and it's making me feel pretty uncomfortable. On one hand it seems unfair to me to use, or unfair of me to use this advantage, but on the other hand it seems stupid to not take advantage of help when it's offered with zero strings. Two questions. One, how would you talk to your friends about why you're able to look at houses that are $200,000 more expensive than we should be able to buy on a Navy pilot salary. No big deal. And secondly, am I scummy for not just doing it on my own? I will, of course, have roommates so that I can cover the mortgage. So financially it works. It's just nicer that I could swing on my own. What do you think?
1: He doesn't know his friends anything. Yeah. No, this you is easy. You absolutely should do this. i I'm sorry. Anybody should use the resources that are available to them and not feel guilty for it. Um,
0: yep. Some sometimes you just get lucky in life. Yeah, and that's awesome. A, an uncle who can pay cash for a house that he's probably going to mortgage to you, and then once you want to move somewhere else because you're a naval pilot, which means you're probably going to bounce around a little bit, he's going to rent it to somebody else. Or your sell your it. uncle wants to do this, right?
1: Yeah. He wants to do it. You're not having to like pull teeth to make him do it. You do it. You can you can disclose to friends that that's how you got it if sure. you want. Yeah, but also it's none of their business. And like any friend who like gets weird about it or asks you about it is not tactful.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. I don't think there's anything you need to be guilty about or anything you need to explain. Man, this is a nice place. It's like yeah, you know I I got some help here and then that's it. If or you, you can even just need say to say thanks, yeah, or say thanks.
1: It's you cool. want to live here, so yeah. you can help me pay the mortgage. Totally. That's it. And then throw yourself a little housewarming party and use all the tips that we just gave you. Complete
0: with plenty of charcuterie.
1: I get it. It can like lead to some uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. and people probably know, like I, I have friends whose parents help them pay for their first house and like, that's awesome for them that their parents can do that. Yep. Am I jealous? Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is it happening for me? No, it's not. Mm -hmm. And that's, we're both in fine places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think... Don't feel guilty. Don't feel scummy or like you're not. You're still making your way through the world just like the rest of us, using mm-hmm. what you can to like make your lot better, your life better. The
0: tools at your disposal, exactly. if you will. You know what he could have uh, stocked up at the house though. What? Some liquid IV. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now we're talking. Now we're talking.
1: The, I have the most liquid IV in my house. I, Do you? I don't think uh, like, all of it. Uh, whole chunk of our pantry like i would say a quarter of our pantry is just straight up stocked liquid with yeah. liquid iv can't stop
0: cooler weather it makes it easier to miss signs of dehydration sally like overheating or perspiration which means it's even more important to keep your body properly hydrated do you know how many people are uh, dehydrated that walk around every day
1: it's a high percentage.
0: it's like probably what 80 percent of people yeah,
1: like, yeah that are slightly same.
0: dehydrated yeah I I know I am one every single day. Flu season is in full swing. Proper hydration and vitamins can help support a strong immune system. Making hydration a priority helps us feel healthier on a day-to-day basis and fuels us to be our highest potential. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Not only does the product taste great with flavors like watermelon, strawberry, lemon, lime, are you going to be... Uh, enjoying a few extra drinks now that the holidays are approaching, this is what you need. That sentence didn't really make sense and I'm just going to power through this one. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. I'm a liquid IV guy uh, at a couple different points during my day if I need it. One, in the morning if I'm hungover. Super quick, super easy. Or what I've been doing recently, um, after a night out, I will be falling asleep on the couch with like a water burger in front of me or a pizza in front of me and I'll get a liquid IV in that night.
1: Yeah, that's that's the, t- the pro move.
0: It, that's the problem. It's like
1: leaving out. Give your do yourself a favor, leave yourself a water, a liquid IV next to it, and about three Advil. Boom. Before bed.
0: Then I'm using liquid IV Energy Multiplier in the afternoon, in the, as a substitute for like an energy drink, mm-hmm. uh, with the matcha blend, and that's been phenomenal. It Gives you a little kick, but not jittery or anything like that. And then if I'm feeling, you know, you get a little tickle in your throat these days. With the temperature fluctuations, the allergies all over the place. Got to keep that immune system up. That's when I'm using the Liquid IV um, immune support blend.
1: And tangerine, which tangerine. is low-key one of my favorite flavors. What is your favorite flavor?
0: Uh, well, I was a pina colada guy. Okay. But it's, it's the collab of all collabs with kaigo.
1: So I, I, do, I think tangerine immune support is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I have been loving watermelon lately. Ooh. And I also like, we have like a... Some sort of cherry, it's something cherry. I can't okay. It's in a cool bag. It's Loki, so good. It
0: goes. Yeah. It absolutely does.
1: I drink one every single day at work to actually help keep my uh, milk supply up.
0: Really? hmm I didn't know that benefit existed.
1: I'm feeding me so I can feed my son. Yeah.
0: That should be a tag. You line. have
1: to be hydrated in order to Make, produce breast milk. Right. And that helps me do that.
0: I didn't think Liquid IV, when they listen to this, is going to think that this is where it was going. But I'm, I'm I'm sure they they're glad it's here.
1: I mean, for all my mommies out there,
0: liquid IV yeah. for your milk supply.
1: Literally, Alyssa and I, I'm hand to God. We're like drinking this at the wedding. Really? Yes. How about that? Yeah.
0: Who wouldn't? Who would have known? Randy, Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world as well. The company's donating four million mm-hmm. servings in response to COVID nineteen, and products are being donated to the hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. Grab your favorite Liquid IV flavors nationwide at Walmart or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MAILIN at checkout. That's 25% off anything. When you uh, anything you order, when you get better hydration today using promo code MAILIN MAILIN at liquidiv.com. Sally, let's do the last one. You ready for a good old STD question?
1: Yeah, wow. I didn't realize we're going out this person right. Right away, but let's go. What
0: up, mailing crew? I have a sensitive subject to ask for advice on dealing with good old STDs. To preface, I'm a 28-year-old male virgin who recently started dating a nice lady. She recently disclosed to me that she had a positive HPV test for a strain that would clear naturally with time. The question is, how do I bring up that I will want to abstain until she's diagnosed as clear? This could be up- to another year or two, so it'll probably be a deal breaker. Am I an asshole for this? Do I? Uh, I don't want to judge her for her past before me, but I also don't want to contract something that I could knowingly or unknowingly pass on. We both got that Gardasil too, so it's a weaker strain. Thanks, fam. I'm talking health, Sally.
1: Good job on the Gardasil.
0: Shouts to Gardasil.
1: You should be, everyone should be getting a Gardasil shot. I'm guarded
0: by Gardasil.
1: Yeah. It's super important. Just a PSA, HPV can lead to cervical cancer and other tor- forms of gynecologic cancer. So you absolutely, absolutely need to be getting Gardasil mm-hmm. and getting a pap smear and getting tested for STDs on the reg if you're having sex. Deal. PSA. Okay. Um,
0: I'm going to leave the uh, ball in your court on this one.
1: I First of all, props to her. Mm -hmm. for disclosing it absolutely you also again should always disclose if you have stds Mm -hmm. to a potential sexual partner you should probably
0: be getting an std test if you're having sex period right right like just just to run the gamut they have those that are like hey check this 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 no
1: like pretty much any std test is going to come um and check for like the major ones yep um and that's always important um And most of the time, we'll do like at a yearly wellness check. Sure. Um, But always, if you're switching partners or you maybe had like a one-night stand that was a little iffy, it's always a good idea to get checked. Yeah. Um, Never
0: a bad idea to get checked.
1: You know what's going on in your own body. Um,
0: Because a lot of them at this point with science are treatable.
1: Treatable and can go undetected. I will say this. I think... I think the latest stats of HPV, I think it's like eight in ten people have HPV. Really? It's very, very, very common. It's, oh, wow. It's like one of the most common ones because men usually don't show signs yep. um, and can pass it without knowing to many partners. Mm-hmm. And women usually only find out if –
0: You have it, a sign.
1: No, like from a pap smear. So oh. like you wouldn't even have um, any sort of symptom – until you got a pap smear and they said your cells look abnormal, probably have a strain of HPV. Got it. So. Got
0: it, got it, got it. That being
1: said, um, like COVID, like you could just be passing it around unknowingly and mm-hmm. because you have Gardasil or something like that, that's fine. Here's my thought on this. Number one, I don't think that he's an asshole for saying that. No. Um. Am I openly advocating that people just have sex with people knowing that they have an STD and could possibly like spread it around? Mm-hmm. No. But if this is someone that you want to engage in sexual activity with, um, that you possibly think might be your only partner, things like that, maybe that's
0: a different story.
1: Maybe that's a different story. Um, is there. Any thought that you have that maybe this guy is a virgin and is using the STD as an excuse to not lose his virginity? Yeah, of
0: course. If you're a 28-year-old male who's a virgin, um, chances are there's a reason mm-hmm. for that, whether it be religious, whether it's some, something, right? So it's an easy way to have an excuse for continuing that.
1: Right. Um, Which is not a
0: nothing, you know. It's it's a it's a problem if you're not communicating that with your partner, right? But it's not. I'm a, not
1: shaming this guy for being a 28 year old surgeon, right? Just, correct, totally, totally, totally. Um, and I think it's important to always have conversations about your sex life with mm-hmm. your partner, um, and to reach a level of comfort that you have. And yeah. so I one hope that he discloses this to her. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I don't know if she knows that about him, and I'd like, I think that that's important. Yeah, I totally for agree. For your partner to know. Number two, I also think that if that's how you feel about the HPV strand, you're absolutely, completely fine in thinking that, mm-hmm. and she should also understand that. Yeah. And I think, regardless of what it is, any partner that respects you will respect what your sexual preference is, what you, um, how, how, and when and where you want to have sex. So you should never be ashamed or afraid to talk to somebody about that. And anybody who thinks it's a deal breaker, mm-hmm. it, which it could be, maybe doesn't need to be in a relationship with you.
0: Agreed. Agreed. It all comes back to communication. Right. Which most things on this podcast do.
1: Yeah. So hopefully she's okay with that mm-hmm. um i think also talking to a doctor and kind of assessing your risk because if it's somebody that you do want to have sex with mm-hmm. and maybe you get to a point where like you've waited and you want to have sex with this girl probably discussing with a doctor or maybe her discussing with her doctor of like the likelihood of passing it on mm-hmm. um, i
0: need to brush up on my um hpv knowledge but can a does a condom stop this
1: uh, I believe so. Yes. Okay,
0: I will have to look into that. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm I, trusting you on that. But
1: condoms can yeah. um prevent many STIs. Sure. Um, and pregnancy.
0: <laughs> they do that too. <laughs> Number
1: one. <laughs> uh, but again, always, always, always talk to a doctor about all of this stuff. If you have questions, it's so much better to know than to like. Mm-hmm be going off what your friends tell you or maybe even what a nurse on a podcast tells you. Uh, <laughs> got that, Randy? Randy's
0: Randy, got it.
1: Go get checked, okay? Go
0: get checked, Randy.
1: Randy, get checked. I'll go with you. Okay.
0: Deal. I'm okay. glad we got that out of the way. Shouts to uh, shouts to those people who, hopefully that helps some people out there. Yeah. Big ups. Uh, so that's going to do it for us today. Okay. You have a good time?
1: I had a great time. That
0: was fun. That, that flew by. We're an hour and seven in.
1: I know, and we. I think we kept it pretty tight. I think we did. A lot of times we get off on tangents.
0: We did. Like, I'll, I'll admit. Anytime you get us in like a housewarming party discussion, when we can talk like yeah. accoutrement and appetizers, yeah, you're asking for. A I tangent.
1: got really hungry during that segment. I did are being honest.
0: Uh, you guys out there, hope you had fun too. Subscribe to the Mail-In Podcast, rate five stars. Give us a review and tell a friend about the show. Hit the hotline number to leave a voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245, or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio. Sally, where can the people find you?
1: You can find me at Sally DeFreeze on Instagram and Twitter.
0: And I am at Schmerriman on Instagram and Twitter. We will see you guys next week. Bye. bye